Have you ever wondered what happens after ever after? Have you always yearned to know if the end is really the end? No? Well, you're gonna find out anyway. We're your hosts, Andy, Tammy, and Gina. This is Two Division. everyone, welcome once again to Two Division, Disney Sequels Explained. I'm your host, Gina, and as always, I'm joined by my friends and acquaintances, Tammy and Andy. Hi, guys. How are you? Hello, guys. Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here talking about this movie. And you know what? I think this is the start of a really good acquaintanceship. Acquaintanceship. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Try Hi. saying that three times fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Hi, it's nice to be back. I'm just, I'm excited to get back in the flow of all, this whole podcast thing. I really missed it. <laughs> I missed it too. Like, just like the other day, I was like, oh, I think I need a new hobby because in the meantime that we don't do podcasts, I'm like, I need a hobby <laughs> because I really love doing this and like, I, I don't know. And I, you I've, just, missed, I've missed you guys. Then you have like two other podcasts and one radio show yeah. on the side. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, for the for the last month or so, like, all the podcasts have been on hiatus. So mm. I have no. Po- I mean, I have the podcast, but I they haven't been active. <laughs> so I've been like so so, and I started working like a day job. So it's it's really really like creatively tiring to be like, oh, I need to go to work and then not having some creative outlet on the side. Yeah. And this is my creative outlet. I don't know. So <laughs> I'm I'm just glad we're back and we're doing this again. <laughs> yes, I, I feel you. I feel you with the creative outlet thing. Yeah. <laughs> so how have you been this last couple of weeks where, that we haven't talked? Well, same as you, I'm working at the day job. So it's kind of taxing because, you know, I I get up really early in the morning and I come home really late. So And sometimes I, just, I don't come home until like 10 p.m. or something. But... But it's been good getting the breath. I don't know. Get that <laughs> breath. I, I enjoy yeah. it. It's just that it's too much. Like going there, yeah. getting back. I miss my cat. So Aww. yeah, and she and she's really good. If you're wondering, after all of these weeks, she she's still around and kicking. Oh, no. <laughs> she's very fat, just like this. <laughs> no. She's getting. She's fitter now. I guess. Yeah, she is. Okay. How about you? Don't fight me. Well, I've been good. I'm also really tired, but I'm not doing anything. I'm just, like, being with family and stuff like that. You know, not working, but doing fun stuff. And it's just nice. It's not, yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds great. But you yeah. can still get tired from that. I don't know. I'm exhausted. You can get tired I, from fun. I need to be more, like, I, like, I'm doing a lot of nice things, but I need to be more active. You know, like, working out, self-care, just just hashtag self-care. I need to do more of that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure fantastic. I gained, like, five pounds. It's okay. Girl, me too. Me too. Like, I don't just think so. Like, the other day I went to the doctor and she weighed me and I actually gained, like, six pounds. So, like, I'm, like, freaking out. And yeah. today, for lunch, I had a salad. And Ooh. so, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. So, you lost them already. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just did. And, no, I'm just really, I, I need to get on that self-care and that exercising and blah, blah, blah. I'm being healthy and whatever. Okay, so with me, I just sprain my two ankles like when days of separation so I literally cannot 
cannot stand and cannot walk for that long and cannot do any exercise and cannot even do yoga because it's really taxing on my ankles as well. So I'm really, really, I'm feeling blah. So I... I'm trying yeah. to eat healthy because I can't do exercise. So it's just like, I, I just went to the movies and didn't buy popcorn. Do you know <laughs> how, what, how was that for me? Do you know how I felt? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That must have hurt. <laughs> it hurt more than the two times that I hurt my ankles. And it's, oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you know what? The, the thing about... <laughs> you know what? The thing about, you know, I that you said, Tammy... That you weren't doing anything, but you were still tired. Like it goes with the movie that we're going to talk about because after a long day of doing nothing, it's the king back. <laughs> I love that. I've I've said that phrase like non-ironically at least three times in my life, and oh, you know it's the best when you can actually apply that quote, that Disney quote to your life. <laughs> yeah, so, it's not that that many times in your life that you can do it. <laughs> yeah, especially as an adult. <laughs> so, yeah, so Andy spoiled it. And, well, of course, you clicked on the title of this podcast, so you know what we're talking about. It's a Lion King one and a half, or as it is known in some countries, it's a Lion King three. I mean, in Mexico, it was it was advertised as the Lion King three, Hakuna Matara, exclamation point. <laughs> that was a very long title, but that's, that's what it's called. Um, yeah, I really like the title Lion King one and a half a lot more because that's definitely more what it is. Uh, it is what, it, yeah, that's more what it is. And it's more with a qu- quirky personality of the film. Like it's not one and it's not two, but it's one and a half. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. And, well, normally in the podcast, we talk about our memories from the original movie. But since we already did Lion King 2, you kind of know already what our memories from Lion King uh, was. So do you guys want to do a quick recap of what we thought of the previous two? Um, Yeah, I I can start. Uh, So if if you didn't listen to the other episode, um, I really should. (laughs) (laughs) You should. And then come back. I will wait. Uh, no, but I really like both of, both of those movies, and uh, I enjoy The Lion King 2 a little bit more, not because it's better, it's just because it's what I like, and what I liked as a kid, and I'm just a sucker for for forbidden romance, so of course <laughs> I'm going to like it a lot, but while watching this movie, I don't know if, if I, yeah, I will, I will say it, while watching this movie, I realized that, oh my god, The Lion King really was a groundbreaking movie and it's amazing how they did it and all that sort of stuff so I watched The Lion King again after watching this movie so I don't don't have a Disney movie ranking guys I can't I just know that it's in my top 10 and that's it awesome Tammy I like so The Lion King wasn't really a big fixture in my life I know, blasphemy. Like, I was into, like, Disney princess and stuff. I didn't really like the animal movies. So I didn't, like, rewatch you it or watch it a lot. animal so, movies. I know. The only, thing I, <laughs> the only thing I really, really liked was um, I remember having a big fondness for The Lion King 2. And if you've heard the, my thoughts on the, on the review on that one, I didn't enjoy it as much on the second, the second viewing. <laughs> kind of let me down. So, like, as, but as a kid, I, I was really, like, I really loved it. Like, one of my clearest memories... For Lion King 2 was when I was like five years old and I was with my brother and we were like watching the movie on our parents' bed. 
Like, I remember, I think I rewatched Lion King 2 more than I did The Lion King. Yeah, but me yeah. too. Same. Mm. Well, for me, you know, as I said, and I've said, I know, like, <laughs> too many times during the whole course of this podcast, The Lion King is my favorite movie, like, what? ever. What? You didn't know? Like, yeah, I know, shock. <laughs> Lion King is my favorite movie, and Lion King 2 is my favorite sequel. Well, so far, I mean, we have some amazing movies coming next in the next couple episodes, but The Lion King 2 has been my favorite sequel for, like, ever since I can remember. I just love both stories, and I think, like, the first one is an animation masterpiece that you can watch at any stage in your life, and you will find something that you relate to. And then the second one is not, like, the masterpiece that the first one was, but as Andy said, I watched it a lot as a kid, and it's definitely more the kind of movie that I enjoyed as a, as a little girl because, you know, Kiara was the protagonist and she was a girl and I related to that and there's a love story and blah, 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 blah. So it has a lot more of the tropes and the themes that I enjoy as a, you know, as a normal viewer, not, not as a film student. But, and yeah, so that's what I, like The Lion King and The Lion King 2 mean a lot to me. And I just, I'm really grateful that The Lion King 1.5 is actually... I mean, I'm not going to say it's as good as the first or the second, but I think it's a good, like, it makes for a good trilogy. And it's a very complete trilogy that you have your drama, your family drama, and then you have your romance, and then you have your comedy. And, like, it's a very solid, you know, little animated family mm-hmm. movie. And, you know, that's more than I can say for, you know, Beauty and the Beast and, you yeah. know, movies that have more than than one or two sequels. And I just really appreciate that. That the that th- the three of the Lion King movies for me I think are made with a lot of love and a lot mm-hmm. of like at least care that they that it it looks like they care and <laughs> I appreciate it I appreciate it and I actually bought a, a trilogy set like a set that has all three movies and it's a beautiful set I have it um, too <laughs> and then uh, the voice of Simba in Mexico who is Arturo Mercado came to my city like uh, almost like 10 years ago oh my god (laughs) yeah I know like just yesterday I was thinking about it It was like oh my god it was almost 10 years ago and I went to the convention that he came to and my trilogy set is actually signed by him as Simba and I just really love that set and it's one of my most precious possessions and yeah so as you can see the Lion King is a big deal for me and Mm -hmm. now we're gonna talk about the third in the trilogy so let's move on to our memories with the third one specifically. So let's go in the same order. So Andy. Okay, this movie. I actually remember that there was some sort of hype about this movie. I don't remember, was this theatrically released or, or not? I mm. don't think so. I, I think don't think was, so, right? It was released, I, I, for, at least for me. I remember that the hype that you were talking about. But I remember that it was more about the hype that it was coming out and in video. Like I remember okay. the hype of going to buy it. So I don't think I like. I think this this one is the one that I would remember seeing in theaters. You know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was uh, direct to video even here, um, and I don't remember exactly how it all happened. I just remember the feeling of it, and I remember that I was really excited for it. And then I watched it, and it was absolutely amazing. I loved it. Uh, my friends and I kept <laughs> talking about it, kept making jokes about it. And I actually think this is one of the funniest one. I thought that this was one of the funniest animated movies that I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Me and my friends always talked about uh, the movie and always said a lot of jokes. And 
Yeah, and I really like how uh, a lot of things that happened in the original movie were, uh, quote-unquote, actually caused by Timon and Pumbaa, and <laughs> I don't know, I just found that hilarious, and I was like, wow, you can add content to the same story, amazing. And yeah, I just, I really enjoyed it as a kid. I, I didn't give it much thought, but I, I don't know, I, I watched it more than the original, but not more than the second one, I think. Okay, awesome. Timmy? Yeah, I... Okay, if I'm going to be real honest, I don't really remember much about this film when it first mm-hmm. came out. Like like I said, I didn't I, I didn't watch the Lion King films a lot when I was little. Like, I mean, probably with the exception for Lion King 2, but, like, after I was, like, seven, I didn't rewatch it. I just wasn't into animal films when I was little. But um, I remember, like, really liking the... The Digatuna, like <laughs> I love that song. Yes, and then I, I, I listened to Raven's cover of it. Oh. Was it? Did she do the same one? Was it? Was she doing Bigatuna? No, like, no, it was another song. It was called okay. "Racing in the Grass." And if you Raising stayed, in the grass, if I you stayed that. after the credits, like in the DVD, yeah. at least like exactly. you played and after I, the credits, it was. Awesome. And I love that music video. But I think like another like pop singer covered Dig- the Digatunnel one. No, there's a there's a remix like. In the credits, you, you can hear, like, a remix of the song, and it's, uh-huh. like, a remix of a lot of the quotes inside the movie. And I, I don't know if there's another cover that I haven't yeah. heard about, but I, I think, think that's not. the one you're thinking about. Yeah. So, yeah, I just really like that song. and But it didn't really leave much of an impression when I was younger. Totally different from now. Because <laughs> 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 I was dying. Oh, yeah. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> It hit all the spots. Yeah, actually, little, yeah. Now that you mention it, I just remember years ago. I think it was like maybe 2012 that one friend of ours just started sending me that song, like the Digatena remix, over and over again, over and over again through Messenger. I don't know why. Was that me? No, it was Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Why are you sending me this song?" It's just like, and he was like. It's a bop. I was like, okay, yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> yes. isn't it though? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not not many memories. Okay, so for me, like, of course, when this movie came out, like, you guys have no idea how excited for this movie I was. Like, I don't remember which video had it, but there was a trailer for it, and I remember like watching the trailer, and it was it was so hilarious to me, and I was like, I can't wait to get that movie. And I have a cousin whose whose name is Helen, and oh, we are basically the same age, and we were so hyped for this movie. Like we weren't even that big like Lion King kids, but we were so so excited to see Lion King three. And I remember that she got the DVD. This this movie came out in two thousand and four, guys. Yes. She got the DVD, and I got the VHS. VHS it wasn't still a thing in two thousand and four, and I have the VHS for this movie. But you know what was the like the unfair thing that she had the DVD and the DVD came with a game that was a story <laughs> game that was the most fun thing I have ever played. I'm not a video game girl, but I would play the shit out of that game. 
<laughs> I knew like it was like a safari, you know, you could choose like which way you wanted to visit. And it was hilarious because I remember like there it, it was this scene, there was this scene that was almost like the Pirates of the Caribbean scene. Cool. And then you moved to another side and it had like the elephant graveyard scene and it went through so many tunnels. And then there, there's this one path that if you like you follow that, then you ended up like crashing into like a wall because it was the stage wall like the painting was a pride wall <laughs> but, you, but you couldn't move on because it was just you know the the painting and you 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 crashed into it and you had to go backwards it was so much fun guys and it had so many awful and amazing jokes like in the safari i think it's uncle max and timon and pomba and i think timon's mom and they just keep making joke after joke. And it was like, it was the most fun I ever had with the DVD. And me and my cousin played it over and over again. Like we went through every single route, every single like different choice that we could make. We made all of them again and again. It was like, I think we spent more time playing that game than actually watching the movie. And we watched the movie a lot. Like I remember putting it on and we would do this whole thing. Like there's this part in the beginning where Timon is like, I, I will show you where I come from. And the camera moves, moves back <laughs> from, from, from Pride Rock, like a million of, millions of miles away. And it ends up in Timon's like colony. And the, the camera moves really fast. And me and my cousin would play like we were like actually like traveling through the, through, through the African savannah. It was so much fun, guys. And me and my cousin watched that so many times. We knew the quotes. We could quote it like when we were on family trips. We would do the whole like Timon's mom and Timon like, be careful, not talk to not talk to strangers and send a message and whatever. It was so, like, you have no idea. Like this movie was my childhood, Aww. and when I like watching it again for the podcast, like there's nothing new under the sun because I knew every single moment of this movie and I can still quote it. Like it was hard because I watched it in English and I think I I don't think I ever watched it in English before. And I actually missed some of the jokes in Spanish because, of course, they have to adapt it. And but I found some new jokes in English that didn't make a lot of sense in Spanish. And so that like was what? fun. Like, like well, not not. I I think so jokes, but more than that, I realized that Timon and her mom and his mom and I think the Mercats are supposed to be Jewish, or like they're <laughs> meant to represent Jewish people. Because when when she grabs Timon and and grabs and and puts him down like into the tunnel when the hyenas are attacking, she goes like, "What are you, a Meshugana?" And I was like, "What the fuck is a Meshugana?" <laughs> and I had to like Google Meshugana, and it was like a Jewish word for crazy. And I was like, "Wait, are they Jewish?" And I think like <laughs> I am just in Africa Jewish. I think I'm just joining the party because I don't know if like if Timon was, was already supposed to be, like, a Jewish icon. I don't know. But, like, it, it I don't think that's so... a well-known fact, but I can see it. Yeah, and, like, but just the word Meshuggah, and then I think in in the another show called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, oh. like, she is Jewish, and her mom is Jewish, of course, and I think she uses the word Meshuggah at some point. I was like, oh, Lion King 3. Oh, I like how you actually had to look it up. Like, I don't yeah. even remember that line. Yeah, no, I no, do no. remember it, but I didn't. I, I thought I just mis- misheard the word and that was it. <laughs> no, because I watched it with subtitles, with English subtitles. Uh, okay. I was doing other things. 
And so that word came out and it was like in, in italics. And I was like, what is that word? And yeah, that's how I, okay. that's how I figured out that Timon is Jewish. Tim full hat. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I just, that's the, just about it with the memories I, I have of this movie. Like, you know, it's a very dear movie to like in my heart and I can't actually like, I cannot put it into judgment because it just means a, a lot. Like if I wanted, like I could turn on my film critic brain and be like, Hello? oh, well, this thing and this other thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, okay. and I could do that. I lost, but... I lost them. Oh no, Tammy, are you there? Tammy? Hello? Tammy, we Hi. hear you. We hear you. Hi. Tammy. Yeah, I got I got you back. Okay. Yay. Uh, what was I saying? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry. can turn on your brain and. Yeah, I, if I could, I, I if I wanted, I could turn on my film critic brain and be like, oh well, this thing and this other thing. But I don't want to do that because it's just a childhood <laughs> movie, and like I have it up there with you know Emperor's New Groove, and some other movies that I just find so hilarious and that. I just remember like laughing out loud watching them. And that's what this movie is to me. It's just a fun movie, like a hilarious movie. And as Andy said, it's actually kind of fun and interesting. Like, oh, well, what if all the things that happened in the original one was actually because of Timon and Pumbaa and some like, you know, butterfly effect thing. It was, I don't know, it's, as, a, as a child, I remember like being very attracted to the idea of, you know, they were always there. You just didn't see them. And I don't know, it's a fun concept and I'm I, I am glad that they took the chance to to do that with this movie. And yeah. Can so, I just, oh, can yeah. I just say that while you were telling this story, it is so cute because your Skype picture is actually you, Helen, and you holding a mm. a lion cub. It is. Oh. oh my god, it actually is. It's my cousin and me in a safari holding a baby cup, a lion cup. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> life comes full circle. It's the circle of life. <laughs> what is for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that in, in English. I swear that it's I was watching it. I was watching it and I was I, I, just, I was starting to sing in Spanish. I was like, no, damn it. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's move on and let's actually start talking about the the movie like itself and what we liked and didn't like. Uh, just a quick recap for anyone that hasn't seen it: The Lion King one and a half is basically just what you have heard already. It's The Lion King, the first one, but told by Timon and Pumbaa and just filling some of the gaps. Like it starts like way before Simba is even born with Timon in the in the meerkat colony and why he wasn't okay there and this. This is actually taken from a cut verse in the Hakuna Matara song. Like, you know, in, in the song, Pamba tells his story and why he is an outcast. But Timon was supposed to have a verse as well, and they cut it. And the verse was just how, just basically the, the thing in the movie that he didn't like just living a life dedicated to digging tunnels and and he didn't find himself with the other meerkats and he was very lonely, so he decided to go away. And that's basically what happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they move on and they they go through all the things in the original movie. And then they fill the gap with how it was to raise Simba from he, from when he was a cup to, as, as you know, as a lion. 
and you know them meddling with him and all and whatever and then they move on to the you know the climax of the original movie and how they helped and what they did when you weren't watching when you were watching Simba and Scar fighting Timon and Pumbaa had their very own adventure helping and getting rid of the hyenas as well and you know it's just a fun movie it's a lot of well you didn't know this but this is what happened (laughs) and it was about it is about Timon finding a new place for him that you know, Rafiki comes up and he's like, oh, you need Hakuna Matata. Mm-hmm. And the movie is him just searching for Hakuna Matata. And with him and Pumbaa, they, they meet and they find the place that they live in, the, this big waterfall paradise on Earth. And Timon thinks that that's Hakuna Matata. And then the lesson of the movie is that Hakuna Matata is not a place, but it's the people. And it's the friends. It's the friends that we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's the friends that we made along the way. <laughs> and basically that, that's the thing of the movie and that's that's what happens and now we can talk about what we liked and didn't like about the movie so let's start the discussion guys I yeah. should start <laughs> um, okay the things that I liked I really liked the animation it's if when I was a kid I didn't I didn't know like I was trying to figure out oh my god how did they did this again or how did they manage to combine like the original movie did you just like I don't know. I was a real kid. Like, did they just hire the same artist every time and then did it all over again? Like the same landscapes and everything. I don't know how I thought about this when I was a kid, but okay. And, (laughs) and I don't know. I don't remember when was the last time that I watched this, but I think that when I was watching it um, the other day, I could see some key differences, like in the movement, it's not as fluid in some parts. Um, but basically, just like they did a really, really good job at capturing uh, the animation on the, in the original. And that's really, really hard because The Lion King, for me, is like, I think it is the best animated movie alongside The Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, from the Disney Renaissance. And and I just really like how, how it, it merged how they merge in some parts they i could see that they actually used the clips from the movie mm-hmm. but it wouldn't surprise me that i was wrong and they just like did it again like in some parts and i just want i just can't wait to be king or uh when simba has just become an adult i think one of of the shots when they're looking at the sky i think that it's directly taken from the movie but maybe it's not and well i, I just Things that I like, I just really like like the concept of this movie because I think that I talked about this before. I uh, maybe in the other episode of The Lion King or maybe in the intro, I don't remember it. Uh, but you know, The Lion King is based on Hamlet. The Lion King Two is based on Romeo and Juliet, and The Lion King Three is actually based on a play uh, called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern Are Dead, and that is basically just what this movie is, this Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, uh, the Timon and Pumbaa in the original Hamlet. Uh, and it's the, their story while they're they're not in the play, uh, while you don't see them in the play in, in Hamlet. So I, I just think it's really, really neat that they just uh, stick yeah. with the concept. And I just love it because... <laughs> It, you know, that. in the dra- in the drama in the drama world and in the Shakespeare analysis thing, of course, everyone knows uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, but not a lot of mainstream audiences know about it. So I think it's really great that actually yeah. I don't know kids are seeing like a version of the play. It it's, it blows <laughs> my mind. I love it. 
Yeah, I um, love that. I love how they stuck <laughs> to the Shakespeare theme. And like, I, I didn't it. even know this until like very recently, like a couple, like even a, a year ago, maybe I found out about this and I was like, oh my God, this is so fun because I had no idea that this movie, even ex- this, this play even existed because like, it's not a Shakespeare play. It's a play by a guy named Stop- Tom Stoppard from the 60s. And like, it, it, it's just like the idea that they were like, well, we're going to do a Lion King 3. We should stick to the Shakespeare team. And, you know, there's this play, you know. <laughs> and I don't know how much they were in- they, they were actually inspired by Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and our death. Or it yeah, was just, just like the concept. It just just like, concept. Yeah, but like, were, did they actually thought about it? Like, we, yeah, we're just taking the concept of this, or was it just like a great coincidence that this play existed? I think it was a mix on Timon and Pumbaa are insanely popular, and we can sell toys, and that one, and that they they just had that play there. Because imagine if I don't know they stuck to the Shakespearean theme. What if they did like Otello or something? Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> And Co would just like to do it for with Iago. <laughs> oh my god. And Midnight Yago summer dream. Oh my god. But you know, Yago and Sasu are friends from when yeah. they managed the tiki room. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, I love this. Yeah, we're going off the rails. It's so early. I mean, that's one thing I like. I n- not noticed, but I like that there were a few literary references. And like Disney's known for that. Like Disney's known about, because I they're all writers, so I'm sure they know all about these different classics and books and literary masterpieces, and they like kind of insert it somewhere into the films in their films. Like, like um, what was one thing I was listening to a commentary and like the Beauty and the Beast song, hey, like Gaston like, was like, keep your yeah. something to the sticking point. I think stick your courage to yeah, and place. I think Angelica Hamilton. Uh, yeah, she does. Angelica thing. Hamilton. Angelica Schuyler also says that in a in 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 Take a Break. Yes. Yeah. So like, that's not something I would ever notice unless someone pointed it out. But they're like, I like how they like include like these different literary references. They even do it here when they say movable feast. Like that's a book by Ernest Hemingway. And then like, oh, wow. et, and et tu pumba. Like, obviously, <laughs> they're like that's a reference everyone usually uses. But like, it's really cool that they include all those there. Yeah, I really love. Like, I didn't realize. Like, you know, this is one of those jokes or things that I didn't notice in Spanish because mm. in Spanish it's just like, and you, Pumba, and, you know, it's not uh, it's not the you. same thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, when this thing came out and it was like, et tu, Pumba, I was like, oh, my God, so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that, okay, yeah, this this was the first time that I watched it in English. And I, I, I will say that, I, of course, because of nostalgia and all that stuff, I, I don't like it as much. Uh, but there, are, there were a lot of times that uh, the dub version just had like that pause, that comedic timing pause, because it was supposed to be funny, but because it was in Spanish, it couldn't be funny because of wordplay or anything. It just like felt weird, and yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, another thing that I liked it is just that it feels like something that actually happened, and it's just not. It's not just fan fiction, you know. Like this kind <laughs> of stories could could be like that, could feel like that. But I actually really like how Timon and Pumbaa met. Uh, now that I think about it, um, I, I would have thought that they knew each other from even before, but I like this this origin story yeah, as it is. Mm-hmm. And I like the new characters a lot. I actually, well, There are not a lot of new characters. I, I think it's just like Timon's family. 
And I like the mom. I think like she's her design is really cute. And I want to call her. She is so cute. <laughs> I want to call her. Yes. She's I mean, like voice. the best parent. She's yeah. the best parent. She's so supportive and she lets go when they need to be let go. Yeah, yeah. Like King mm-hmm. Triton yeah, can learn a few things from Timon's mom. From Timon's I, mom. I love that. Like I was thinking about it watching it like just just uh, recently for the podcast that, you know, the mom really tries for Timon to stay, you know, like, oh, we can find yeah. our things. We can find some, some solutions. And when Timon finally says, no, mom, there, there there's nothing we nothing else we can do, I need to go. She understands that wow. he's not going to be happy in the colony. She, he, like, if she if she forces him to stay, he's just going to keep being miserable. And so even though she doesn't want to watch him go, she realizes that it's actually going to be the best for him because, you know, he can find happiness somewhere else. And I think that's so cute. And it happens in the span of a second, you know. One time she's, like, so clinging to him. And then when he goes, like, I need to go somewhere else and find my place, you just like the camera sticks to her and you can see her thinking and then she is like well i hope you find what you're looking for and then they hug and it's so cute and yeah so it's like that's a very that's a very mature mom and that's a very good mom yeah and, and i also like sorry just one more no, thing i also like that she is the one and i read this like this was pointed out in the imdb trivia but like it's so true that She's the only character that takes Rafiki's stick and hits him with it. Like, <laughs> only for a once. mom could do that. That yeah. is like La Chancla of Africa. That's like <laughs> Oh my God. And then she steps reference. on him. <laughs> she steps on him. Like, like you don't know. And Rafiki is going on like, oh, I told him that he must look beyond what he sees. Like being all wise. And she's like, Fuck you, he takes all things literally. Like, you don't know him, you shouldn't talk to him like that. And he's just like, I'm that. gonna fix this. And she goes and she steps on him. <laughs> also, Uncle Max is, is really she's funny. The, he's the best. I <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Timmy, you were gonna say something. So before no. I say. No, you're what... fine, keep going. You're on a roll. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna move on from the mom. So if you want to say something about the oh, mom, yeah. like it's the time. No, the way you were saying that, I think it's just I. I think that's why I love this film so much because it was just like I can relate to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. Like my parents like did the same thing. Like, I they wanted to, me to work in the Philippines, and they tried all these different things where I could like maybe fit in. And after like six months, like they realized how unhappy I was and they were like, okay, you need to go back to the States. We'll support you and help you like mm-hmm. do what you need to do in the States. So it's like basically the same thing. Like I was just thinking like every millennial should rewatch Lion King 1.5 <laughs> because they will relate so hard to when Timon is like, okay, I'm going to do this on my own. And then the next scene is him at night crying. Oh! Like, his mom. Oh! like I'm yeah. like every 20 something year old will relate yeah. and will cry laughing. I love it. I love the scene when he was like, he's narrating like, and I, I just turned around and never looked back. And then you see him and he just starts crying. And I was like, that's bawling his eyes out. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. me. <laughs> and I think the reason we lightly love these new characters so much, like you, Gina, you're about to talk about Uncle Mac is because they're voiced by, I looked it up because I was like, who is this woman? I know her. And it's Julie Kavner and she voices Marge in the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. And then oh, wow, a legend. voices Uncle Mac. So these are like really great comedic actors that Wait, they have. Who is the one who voices Uncle Max? Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. I don't know who that is. He's a, he's a famous comedian here in America. I can't, I, I don't really follow him, but I know he's good. And I'm just like, that makes so, so much sense as to why these, these um, characters are so well, because they have really good talent behind them. 
Yeah. Like just the little things. Like like when Uncle Max was just like from the scene to where they the mom was like, You can be a sentry and the way Uncle Max was just so upset. He was like, Save the hyenas the trouble and just kill me now. <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like the way he delivered that simple line was just really hilarious to me. <laughs> the way that he said the yeah, way he like, was like, like, But when we die we become grass and we eat grass and he was like, No, we don't we are grass intolerant. <laughs> Exactly. It's just like really simple line deliveries that are hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, like Uncle Max, like the thing with, with Uncle Max is that like I think his comedy timing is the one that is most on yes. point because like and you can tell just in a couple seconds you can totally get his personality. Like I, I don't I, I can quote this in Spanish but I can't do it in English. But the first very the very first scene with him um it's Timon's mom and she goes to him and she taps his shoulder and he's like and he covers and she's like, have you seen Timon? And he's like, nope. And what a great day it's been. And he's like, he starts listing the things that he has been saved from. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. And you can tell like that. That's the thing with Uncle Max that he's like so hilarious being just himself. I've and listened that, yeah. to you. I've listened to you say those lines. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, she can different. confirm. And it's like this whole thing, like concussions and I don't know what else. Like... <laughs> lacerations and I don't know what what the fuck he's talking about and I, 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 don't, I don't even know what half of those words mean but I can quote that <laughs> yeah yeah and I was gonna say with about Uncle Max like talking about the differences with the Latin with the the Mexican or Latin Spanish dub uh they they actually make a very big difference in one of his lines that actually changes his whole like arc because in English, he went after Timon accidentally lets the hyenas in um, and they're like gathering up like from like after they leave and they're all like very mad looking at Timon and Timon goes like, oh, we're going to laugh about this like later, like trust me. And Uncle Max goes, I did trust you. I know. And it's so heartbreaking, like, oh my God, like even though he was hard on him. He actually believed in him, and he yeah. knew that he could. He, he like he knew that he could do something, you know. Yeah. And but in Spanish, Timon goes, oh, "We're gonna laugh about it someday. Trust me." And Uncle Max goes, "I never did." Ah! Why? No why did he change that? It's like so radical. I no don't know. Way. I don't know. Like, like and like the you know, is brutal. It is. Like That's all the time, freaking brutal. I, all this time, I've grown up with that version, and, and Uncle Max becomes a dick in that version because, like, oh, like uh, he just he just thought Timon was trash, and <laughs> then. But you know, it's it's even more like great at the end because in the end he actually you know changes his mind about Timon. You know, in the Spanish version, he re- realizes that oh well, he he was able to do all these things. Um, so you know it's not all lost, but it's very brutal the way that he says it in Spanish. Like oh, I never did, yeah. and then they all leave him, and it's like so sad. Oh my god! So when I heard this, the line in English, and I was like, "What? <laughs> Uncle Max had a heart?" <laughs> Breaking yeah. news: Uncle Max had a heart. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't have like the the fur on his tail, but he did have a heart. <laughs> I, I just have that image really engraved in, in, in my in my brain. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So worry about it. Um, okay. I have so many things that I want to talk about this movie, but I I need to get my thoughts in order. Um, I don't know if you want to bring up something else. 
Tammy, did you did you start? Uh, no, not yet. Selling okay, <laughs> because I think we just like wait. Yeah, went we just kind of went on a tangent, but it was like a focused <laughs> tangent. It was still okay. on topic. Okay. Yeah. As I would disaster and Yago thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Okay. Well, for things I liked, well, I liked this whole movie. Like, I enjoyed every single moment of it. I was just like, this is what a Disney, like, as I was watching it, I was like, this is what a Disney sequel should be. It's mm-hmm. self-aware. It's comedic. It stays true to the original film. Like, obviously, I don't want a ton of films, a ton of films like this. I don't, because I think that would kind of be horrendous. But <laughs> I think this was really, like, a really good Disney, like, sequel, midquel, whatever it is for the lion king like i think they just picked a great a great pair of characters like really comedic characters to show us like their origin story and also like kind of poke fun at the original film and just it was just i really 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 enjoyed it and i just thought it was really funny i had a good time like it's not a masterpiece but i was just laughing my whole the whole time like i made like like little like lists of quotes that i love like Steam home, dream home. I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> or like, Steam or like, home, like, like, can I just say I related to Timon's, um, Timon's um, journey to find a home because currently I'm trying to find an apartment to live in next semester. Uh-oh. And like, <laughs> I was like, this is me. This is me the past month. Like, <laughs> when he was like where Mufasa died, like in the desert, like the wildebeest cavern, like he was, he was like saying something. He was like, well, the blistering heat and the the lack of water is like covered by I don't know something even more negative. Like he was just like re- like it was like a really bad place to live, and he was trying to justify its negatives. Like I did the same thing like that exact day because I went to like look at a place, and like my mom was like, "So, what do you think?" And I'm like, "It's de- it's not great, but it'll do the job." <laughs> <laughs> it's deep from deep home, deep home. <laughs> And it's better because you're in, in California and that's, like, really hot. I know. I know. <laughs> no, like, like all, yeah. that, all that sequence of them, like, moving from place to place and, like, you can see Timon progress, progressively losing it more. <laughs> and, like, it starts, it starts great because he, he finds this amazing place behind Pride Rock. And then, like, the whole I just can't wait to be king <laughs> scene happens and he's like, ugh, all these theater kids and like oh my god I need to move on and then they move on to the elephant graveyard and then they they move on to very different settings of, of the, mo- the original movie and it's just one horrible setting after another <laughs> and like they wind up at the very the very moment that Mufasa dies like the water beast stampede and he, and they go like uh, should we run yeah I think so and then they run and they fall <laughs> off a waterfall and, uh, yeah it's a very hilarious sequence and the way that Simone loses his sanity is just hilarious. Like he starts cracking his neck. <laughs> that's the funny. that's the millennial struggle right there. Timon gets really, it. That's really the struggle, the young adult struggle. The, Timon, but, Timon is the millennial. The he is he, he, of the Dis, of the Disney canon. He really is. <laughs> Do you think that? We like this movie, or we relate to this movie even more now because of our age and what we're yes. going through. Yes. Yes. Because I did not like <laughs> this as much as when I was like when it first came out, and I like love it now. Yeah. I wow. think like relate like if you relate to something, it really like it like that's obvious like that's a fact of life. If you relate to something, it you tend to like it more. I think yeah. I like it. It's not a fact, uh, but like. 
No, yeah. I think I like it the same, but I definitely feel more related uh, to both mm-hmm. of them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. But, like, when I was a kid, I just thought it was, like, it was funny just because it is very funny. But now, we're, like, I watch it and it's funny because it's true. <laughs> there you go. I think that's perfect. I think that's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, but I could like go on and on. But I'm just gonna like say one more thing that I really like, and that's Pumba. Like, I knew yeah. you were going to Pumba became my favorite side character after this film. I'm like, you big, big giant baby. I just wanna hug you and love you forever. Like, oh my god, I love Pumba. Now. Like, I just love him now after seeing his backstory. Like, I, I didn't even like. Like, I liked him, but he wasn't, like, one of my favorites when I first watched the movie. So he was like, yeah, he's there, you know? Like, he's cool. But, like, after this film, I'm, like, you're a pure cinnamon roll that needs to be protected. Like, when, <laughs> when he was, like, make, like when he was, like, he thought Timon was kicking him out. And he said, I'll leave you to your, I'll leave you alone. And then Timon was like, oh, you can stay. And he, like, just zoomed back to him. And he was like, oh, I, that's so good because I already made two beds. And then he made <laughs> beds for their sizes. And it's just so <laughs> And then when someone asks him if he's been alone in this whole big world, this big empty world, and he just turns, he doesn't say anything, he just whimpers and turns with his big baby eyes. I'm like, Pumba! Oh, I know, I know. I love you, I'm crying now. <laughs> I love Timmy. Timmy, are you okay? Pumba! <laughs> Okay. We're gonna give you a moment to gather yourself. Okay, this is like Timon. He's okay. Like after that scene, Timon was doing the same exact yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just have something in my eye. <laughs> but but I like Pumbaa. I like Pumbaa a lot more. He's my favorite side character now. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. You need no, to get a plush. Right. Oh, I have one. Oh my god! No, I, I have one. I get one because the Lion King live action movie is coming out. Uh, uh, but it's not going to be the same one. You don't think no, so? No, it is. No, it is. You yeah. know what? Like, there's this like side side story, like completely. But the new Lion King, uh, you know, merch for like the cinema. You know, the merch that they sell at the cinemas. Um, it ha- it it is the the original Lion King that like at least in my country in Mexico, what? they're selling keychains with Nala and Simba as a cup, but. They're the animated versions. Vindication. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so, I've yeah, noticed that there's a lot. You can definitely of, find yeah. some Pumba merch. Yeah, there's a lot of merch for the new film, but I what I've noticed here in the states is that they also have merch from the like with the animated. Um, that's the, that's that. the one thing, the one good thing coming out <laughs> of the fucking remakes that I hate with a passion. <laughs> That at least we get a new wave of merch, and that you know, I, I already have my fair share of Lion King merch, but I won't complain if I find some new items to add to my collection. So mm-hmm. at least that's a good thing coming out of that. And I actually do have a Pumba plushie, and it's really is cute. it life size? Because I want a life size Pumba plushie. I don't want life size, but it's like pretty big. Like it, it, like I can wrap my whole arm around it. Oh my god, I want that. That's my new thing. It's I so cute because it has these little grubs. Like it, it, they are like tied to him, like on a string, and you can feed oh. him the grubs. Oh. And he has his little tongue out, and it's just so cute. Like it's so cute that I literally I bought this at, at Animal Kingdom when I went mm. in 2011, and it was so funny to me because I just walked by. Well, I walked by the store. 
I looked at the right, I saw him, like, the, the, it, the, it was like a pyramid of pombas, like, at the very entrance of the store. I took a glance at him, and I was like, mine. And I ran, I grabbed the first one that was within my grasp, and I went to the cashier, and I bought it. I didn't <laughs> even look around the store. I was like, I need that pomba in my life. And that's how I got the pomba. It was, like, the most unthought-of purchase that I made <laughs> on that trip. And then I, I found... Uh-huh. I found the 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 Timon at uh in at what at that time was downtown Disney. It was Timon, but he was like very small and uh, it was very like pricey. And I was like, I don't want to pay this much for a, a very small plushie, so I didn't buy him. So now Pumba's all alone, but he's with me. And, and <laughs> you're he's his Timon. He's he's my child now, and. <laughs> And I just agree with you, Tamis. I think Pomba is one of the best characters, like not on this movie, but like in the whole Disney canon. Yes. Uh, and he's definitely Agreed. one of the best friends. Like you will not yeah. get a friend as compassionate and as unselfish and generous and caring Agreed. as Pomba. And he's just so wholesome. He's like a child. He doesn't he- have any, so he takes care of the one he has. <laughs> I know like that's the saddest thing like like this movie like one of the the great things about it it's like it makes you understand how this friendship came to be that Pamba was literally alone because he scared all the people around him because of the way that he smelled or whatever <laughs> and he just he just pushed everyone away for something that he has no control over and Simone of course at the beginning he has very selfish reasons that he thinks that he will be protected if he sticks by him. But in Pomba's eyes, he is the only one that hasn't rejected him because of his smell and that he actually embraces yeah. it. And it's like, oh, that's a great talent. And he's like, a talent? Oh my God, I don't want to toot my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just love how that's not something that's like, you know, this is not serious. Like, it's not like a full-fledged plot, but like, he was like straight up from the beginning. He was like, yeah, I, I like you because you could help me, you know? <laughs> like, it's not something he hid from him. Like, that's who Timon is. Like, he even does that in The Lion King. Yeah, so I was going like, to bring that gonna up. Save, yeah, he's going to save Simba because he's a lion and he could help them out, you know? That's just who he is yeah. and staying true to the character. He's not ju- he's he's not a dick. He's just a realist. Yeah, and like, there was his, never... Like, tall. I, 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 tall. I, I, <laughs> Sorry. I yeah, appreciate that because I really, really get tired with the lying with the lion reveal plot. I really cannot stand it anymore. So I, it's just like cool that okay, then we're friends now, and yeah. that's it. Maybe, exactly. maybe I, 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 at first it was for my own per, for my own personal gain, but I ended up liking you. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's, that's what good. he learns at the end because you know he doesn't need Pomba anymore. Like he only needed him to find the Hakuna Matata place he was looking for, and then he finds it. And then in the end, when Pomba leaves to help Simba, and he ends up all alone, and he's mm. miserable, you know. And he, that's when he realizes that, like, he actually cared about Pomba and Simba. Like that—that's the thing mm-hmm. that matters to him then. And yeah, I think it's very, very fun, and I really like that. What you were saying, Tammy, that they bring again the like you know Timon making friends for his own gain. Mm-hmm. Like he he's more like he has more selfish reasons at the beginning, but then yeah. he ends up taking you know a, a a liking to them. And it's really like I love that quote, and it's one of the quotes that I quoted the most with my with my cousin. Like, so we're like friends. 
it says Pumba and 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 Timon's like, oh wait, wait, don't go so fast. Like let's, <laughs> let's say things slow. We're more like acquaintances. And Pumba's like, oh well, that's a start. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> like he, he's so positive. He's like, oh well, we can be friends later. And then they start talking about how they both like to eat insects and and grubs. And Timon goes, oh Pumba, I think it's the beginning of a great acquaintanceship. <laughs> yeah, I think hilarious. that. I think that that phrase, that that exact quote, is one of the is one of the quotes from this movie that I just can't say out loud at this age with the people that I know, and they will know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about, and they will repeat it to me. Like that, this is the start of a of a what? A beautiful acquaintanceship. A beautiful acquaintanceship. Acquaintanceship. Okay. It's even funnier in Spanish because the word acquaintanceship doesn't, doesn't exist as a thing. <laughs> so he he makes up a word like like the word for acquaintances is conocidos and like he says I think it's the start of a beautiful conocidos stuff. And it's it's hilarious. Like because it's not a real word, but it's funny. Yeah, that's why it's funny. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, there... <laughs> There are there are actually a lot of quotes that I didn't realize that I used to this day. Like I know they're from this movie, but didn't realize there were a lot of them. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, I I have a complete real real realization that this movie is half of my vocabulary, <laughs> like half my movie vocabulary. It's like your SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. I can talk. I can talk in Lion King three memes any day, and like. The one that I think I quoted the most was, um, I don't know how it is in English, like when he's being the, the sentry duty, like the three <gasps> words that yes. he keeps repeating. Mm. Uh, scurry. scurry. One of them was a scurry. Scurry. One of them is flinch. Flinch. Curry. Uh, flinch. Yes. Well, in Spanish it's colarse olfato. Fuga. And it's so fun <laughs> because he's like, he goes, because in the scene he starts like going very like carefully with it and then he's like oh this has rhythm and then he just starts singing <laughs> to the three words and it's like that's me like I can make a song out of anything <laughs> and I will just start dancing if you leave me alone for five minutes um, and it's just fun uh, another thing that I really like I really like about the, the movie and I'm sorry if I'm just taking another tangent about what you were saying <laughs> uh, but I really like the songs oh. I really like like both yeah. the Dig a Tunnel song and then the song that Timon sings, um, that's all I need. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Nathan Lane, I think that's the name of, of the actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nathan Lane, I think he has so much fun playing Timon. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because I watch Nathan Lane movies and like this is his voice. Like he's not making a voice he? for a character. Um, uh, what do I, like, it's been in a lot of movies and like I'm pretty sure that if you see him, you will be like, oh, this guy. Um, but he he was in the producers. He has it's actually very funny because ah. in the producers he is co-starring with Math- Matthew Broderick. Yes, no. Timon and Pumba. I mean Timon and, and, and Simba. Simba making a play about Hitler, and it's like so funny. <laughs> You're right. But if you just listen to Nathan Lane speaking, this is pretty much his voice. Like his Timon voice is basically his voice that he does for everything, and it's just it just really fits him. <laughs> and like especially in the song, that like you can tell. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that as all the other voice actors, he's under contract and he just returned because he was under contract. But like you know, I, I'm pretty sure that Timon is a very special character to him, 
And it just, like, you can tell that he has a lot of fun playing him. And mm -hmm. this movie is definitely Timon's movie. Like, he is the protagonist. He is the protagonist. And yeah, because he, Pumba he, isn't the protagonist. No, no, it's definitely Timon. And he has a lot of fun quotes and, and songs and things to do. And Nathan Lane, I think, does an, an amazing job. And his comedic timing, his comedic timing is also, like, great. And I don't know, he just plays the part and he's, he is one with Timon. I don't know if I'm making any sense. <laughs> he is Timon. But it's I, him. I just really like it. And the, the, the actor in Spanish, I think it's also really good. I think they're, they, they're both like solid voices for him. And they, you know, you can tell that he's a fun character to play. Yeah. Can I, can I add on to what you were saying about the songs? Like, sure, I really like yeah. them too. But one thing I put in my notes is like a, just a quality comparison. Compared to Moan's song, to Iago's song. Quality comparison. Oh. Just the difference. I don't even remember. Right I don't even remember Iago's song. But like, you yes, remember too. the boys. Yes, that. Yeah. That. Who allowed that to happen? Who allowed that to happen? <laughs> two songs. I, two songs. That was episode two of this podcast. And we're still <laughs> going on about this. <laughs> no, I think it was the first one. I think it was the first. No, it was the second one. Because the first one was Rescuers Down Under, and then it was Return to Far. Yeah. It was but two songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I was. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to say that quality comparison between, between this one and the last two movies. I was going to be like, yeah, like definitely, like this is not a musical. Like, no, no, no. I was like, this is good. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah. But, you know, some, some critics that you can tell, some, some you know, bad things that you could say that I'm not going to say because I don't I don't share that opinion but that this movie just randomly becomes a musical when Timon starts singing and mm. then they don't do another musical number like in the rest of the movie I mean not a musical a musical number you know as this one is a musical number they mm -hmm. sing songs but it's not it's not a musical number and you can tell like oh well that's not really consistent but you know, I think well, it's before... his head, it's in his thoughts, and he yeah. dreams in song. Who doesn't? Did... <laughs> Did you notice that he actually like traveled to Jupendi while he was having his dream sequence? What? <laughs> like, like the imagery in that song is just like exactly like Jupendi. You could say huh. that it's like the Hakuna Matara place that he ends up in, but it looks more like Jupendi. Huh. Hmm. I never hmm. thought about that. Food for thought. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, I was gonna bring up something else, but now I don't remember. Uh, Tammy, did you finish with the things that you yeah, liked? I think I'm done. Um, then Gina, do you have like a specific point that you want to talk about that you haven't talked about before? Oh my god, I think I, <laughs> I do, but I... Oh, well... Yeah, I, I just really like... We haven't talked about the scenes with Simba. And okay. I think those are great scenes to add to... Because, you know, for the... You know, in, in The Lion King, you know, the... Simba moving on from being a cop to being an adult happens in the span of literally them walking along uh, a law. And then, you know, you don't really know what it was like for him to grow up with, you know, Timon and Pumbaa and, and you know, eating insects and... What like what was that even like? And this movie <laughs> does a great job of filling those gaps. Um, I think 
baby Simba in this movie thinks he's adorable. And it's so funny because I think it's so funny, and I was thinking about this, that Hakuna Matata for Timon and Pumbaa was literally like all, they literally no worries and they didn't have any responsibilities and they just were allowed to do anything they wanted every day. Um, and then Simba comes along and they have to be parents, you know, <laughs> and they have the responsibility of a child now. Mm-hmm. And how they do that, like it's it's hilarious, and it's made it's done through a montage, and, and it goes back and forth from them sleeping and Simba just every day going to Timon and waking him up because he needs something, and then during the day he just is the most like this is the Simba of the first movie, like he has no regard of his own security, he doesn't care. <laughs> He he's a child, you know. He just wants to ha- do fun things, and mm-hmm. he falls off a waterfall. He falls <laughs> from a tree, and Timon is like, "Don't do that, Simba! Don't do that, Simba!" And Pumbaa is actually the one that saves him all the all the time. And if Kiara, sorry, if Kiara knew what his dad was doing at her age, she would be furious. Like, what the <laughs> hell, dad? I know hypocrisy. So true. I was thinking about that, and I thank you for bringing that up because I just hope that Timon and Pomba are the kind of parents <laughs> that tell embarrassing stories about his about their son yeah. in family <laughs> gatherings, and uh-huh. like yeah, I love the idea of Kiara going to them and asking what was my father like when he was a kid, and then just telling them <laughs> these embarrassing stories, and like oh, did you know that your father was the snail slurping king? <laughs> And and being like what? <laughs> and Simba's like, <coughs> did you like, eat your mouth, Dad? <laughs> it, was face. it was a face. It was a face. <laughs> okay. Oh, I was I was gonna I was going to a point. Ah, oh, okay. And was, they were really good parents to Simba. They were. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. They they were good parents, and that I like how we get a glimpse of what Simba growing up with Simon and Pumbaa was like. I think it, it must, like, you could do a whole series with their adventures because he spends a lot of time with them. He literally goes through puberty and adolescence into adulthood mm-hmm. with them. And I think it's cute. And I really, I really like how, like, the moment when... You know, it's been like three times that Simba has gone up to Timon and waking him up in the middle of the night. And the last time that he does it, Timon is like, what do you want? Do you know, do you not know what it, the concept of a good night's sleep? And Simba <laughs> goes like, oh, I'm sorry, I just had a bad dream. And like, can I hurt myself with the idea that he has a dream about his dad? Of course, what all our dream? Oh, no. I don't know. No, actually, in the in the moment that it happened, I was like, "Oh my god, he has like P- PTSD yes, or something," and this is so why sad. Why do you make it sad? Because it's what happened to me. <laughs> I mean, what else can it be? What else can it be? Like he 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 gets the bad dreams about his dad, of course, and he wants you know comfort, and he goes to Timon, and I think that's that's cute. And Timon goes, and you know, when Timon hears about it, he's like, "Oh, okay, then let me help you." And he wakes Pumba up and Pumba goes like, why don't you sleep with us tonight? And it's this very cute, like, family photo moment that they just are, it's Simba and, and Timon on Pumba's um, stomach and, and they're sleeping. And it's very, very cute. And yeah, 
<laughs> I was, I just, that, that's all I wanted to say that I really like the parenting moments that they, mm-hmm. they, that, that was they my show favorite. us. That was my favorite section of this whole entire thing. Aww. Like, I thought it was really well done. It was really cute, heartwarming, comedic. It was good. I definitely yeah. appreciate that we have, uh, that we have those scenes with Simba. And I especially appreciate how we got to see him as a teen, like, I really like that we have an image of Simba with his long, with with his short mane. Yeah, and that he was the snail slurping champion. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, you boy! I invented Hakuna Matata. Oh yeah, but I perfected. Oh my god! Um, I also like such the a quote. teenager. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like the quote when. One of those times where Timon has to take baby Simba like to whatever he needs to do, they, <laughs> they always cross the same log, and it's the same log that they're they're crossing Hakuna Matata, and then it's like the third time that they're going through it, and he, and Timon goes, oh, I'm gonna I'm age, gonna I'm gonna age walking this thing, and like <laughs> it's funny because it's true because in the in the Hakuna Matata song he actually ages, crosses the log, and it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah, at least, well, for me, it's funny. <laughs> no, I laughed. I laughed really hard on that one. I just, it's, yeah. so, it's a funny film. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going, oh, sorry, did you finish or do you want to say something else? Gina. You go. What do you want to say? Uh, yeah, it's just I mean, that. things to say, but you go. No, then you go, because I'm just going to go more chronologically with what happened after that, when Nala and all this uh, stuff. I don't know, I was going to go back, so you, yeah, like, you go and then I'm gonna go back later. Okay. Uh, so and after that whole thing, we come back to like the timeline of the movie, and it's uh, when Nala comes to Simba and and Timon is kind of narrating. And you know, at the start of "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," uh, we actually see it. Well, the the music, the song starts with Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, boy, we actually see how they're trying to sabotage him. Mm. And I remember that when I was a kid, it was like so so funny to me. Yeah. And, like, right now, it just kind of seems like, oh, it's comedic. It's just like a slapstick and all that stuff. But I didn't really find it that entertaining because it was like, mm, like, you're being kind of a dick right now. Like, yeah. I get you. This is your character, but you're being kind of a dick right now. <laughs> like, to Timon. Yeah, but, you know, that's the thing, like, with Timon, that he's afraid of changing. You know, he finally found something that he likes that he loves you know Hakuna Matata with Timon with with Pumba and Simba and that he's just afraid that she's gonna tear the whole thing apart and that he's gonna lose what he has I think that's the I mean I'm sorry I watched this movie so many times that like (laughs) once you watch a movie once many times you start psychoanalyzing the characters like more than you should (laughs) so I think like that's that's what's happening through Timon's mind at this moment and yeah he's been a dick like he is trying to throw beasts at them. He makes them fall. Like they make the point that when Simba and Nala fall over and they start rolling down the hill, like that was because of Timon and Pumba and like <laughs> they were because they were meddling. And like, you know, a lot of those times Simba and Nala could get really hurt. Yep. Really hurt. That's why I succeeded. say that he's <laughs> a thick. Yeah, yeah. There's no discussion that Timon is being a dick at this moment. Um but I think in the in the subconscious level, like he's yeah. just acting out because he doesn't want to change and he doesn't want to lose what he has. Um, and also, I really like how they end that whole sequence with their final verse in the song. 
and that he he's finally like understands and embraces the well not embracing but he's oh he he grabs the idea that he's not gonna be able to stop it and then they show the scene but they show it from behind like in mm-hmm. the first movie they show them like in the front and then they they just show you their backs and then you, you are looking at Sim- Simba yeah. and Ala and they're like you know doing whatever and they're running off together and you just see like the completely other side of the of the moment and mm-hmm. that's you know that's the whole thing with the movie that's that's the movie in a nutshell like they're showing you the other side of it and like in sorry like in the lion king too that they show you the other side, side of, of Pride Rock. Rock. <laughs> exactly i love that i love this trilogy and, <laughs> and i really like how this movie actually makes the line his carefree days with us are history because they actually show you the, the carefree days Mm, and you mm-hmm. see what they were like and you're like oh yeah so this is what they are losing and this is what is going to end for them this is the end of an era for Timon and Pumbaa and mm-hmm. that actually makes the line work better and I, for, for me at least this time that I was watching it I was like oh I feel what they are feeling you know and okay. yeah so I, I just really like how that added to a song that was already good in the be- to begin with and that that already had their presence there in the yeah. original, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Thoughts? Tammy? Mm. Um, no, no, not, nothing much more to add. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, um, so after that, it's just them, you know, I really like the moment when, you know, Simba and I'll fight and Simba runs off and Timon is like, oh, we won! And... And Pumba was like, "Did we? Mm-hmm. Like, is that a good like? Is that a good thing that we separated them? Like, even though they had nothing yeah. to do with it, actually." <laughs> and and then this very funny um, quote happens, like, "Oh, hurry, Simba! I think the storm is is forming ahead or something with ahead." <laughs> and then show you like like Mufasa's head. I just got that distance. forming ahead. Oh my god. Oh my god, I just got that! Oh wait, just now? Ah! <laughs> wait, where'd you go? Is that it? No, Regina! Oh, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what the I actual quote is. <laughs> I just realized that like today, because I posted to the television Twitter, and I used the, the, that gif from that moment, <laughs> and I was reading it, and it was like, wait a minute! And it's because oh it's because Mufasa's head is forming at the at the at the back, and it's like the the phrase is, "Let's go, Pumba." I think we the the storm's coming to a head, and, and it's just Mufasa's head. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, I love it. And then I re- I think it again with the comedic timing. Um, I really like how like oh well then everything was fine, and then cut to what do you mean he's gone? <laughs> <laughs> And I really like um, also another thing that I can quote uh, when Nala goes like start. He, she goes, "Do you want me to tell you the story all over again?" And to Moment is like, "Yeah, but try to skip the part about your fascinating childhood." <laughs> and Nala starts talking, and you you see Pumba's thoughts and like, "Oh my God, poor Simba, the tyranny, the villainy, oh what poor thing!" And then cuts to Timon, blah blah blah. This crazy thing is gonna eat it. <laughs> I love it. I love the 
kind of stuff. I know it's like it's so common, but yeah, those, those yeah. kind of what do you say like techniques or like comedy tropes? Yeah, <laughs> like that and the and the narrator that says, "Oh, everything is fine," and then you see that the next thing is completely contradicting Not what he said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love those two things. They're well done, and like they, like it actually fits with their personalities, you know. Yeah. And we haven't talked about this, but uh, I really like the the segments where you know the whole thing with the movies that it's actually Timon and Pumbaa watching the movie, yeah. and <laughs> every so often they cut back and they show you the silhouettes of them, you know, sitting, you know, like at a movie theater, and then they're commenting on what they're seeing. And for me, it was like one of my first movies that I watched with the fourth wall breaking like mm-hmm. that's I think that's what, also why I put it together with the Emperor's New Groove but it's, because it's uh-huh. basically the same the same technique of cutting back to add to the what to what we're we're seeing is this and, movie sorry is this movie in the Emperor's New Groove like the only two Disney movies that do this mm-hmm. I can't I can't well mm-hmm. Kronk's New Groove <laughs> yeah Kronk's New Groove oh, I love that movie um <laughs> Maybe I think Maybe. so. At uh, least yeah, in this way of, of like of like literally pausing the movie and commenting on it, yeah. like like being self aware that it is a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I really like those scenes. I think that's what I think did that elevates the movie a little bit because if it was just a movie, plain and simple with the story just moving forward, I think something would be lost. I think the idea that they are telling the story completely aware that this is something that already happened and that they have the perspective that they have now and this is just them telling what people don't know about the original story. I think it's, I think it kind of does well for the movie. I think it adds, yeah, it adds totally to agree. it. Totally it, agree. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't have the same charm, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And it, it adds some great jokes as, mm-hmm. as well. Like the way, like whenever they, they um, come back to them, it's always for a joke and, <laughs> I think they're for the most part they're all very funny. <laughs> yeah, I like how when the Hakuna Matata when oh oh I haven't talked about this scene but when they actually arrive to the place and Timon is like oh well the monkey had the perfect name for it and he's trying to remember it and in the meantime Pomba is just mm-hmm. trying throwing all these lines at him that rhyme with Hakuna Matata <laughs> yeah. and and then they find out oh Hakuna Matata and yeah. Then, the song is about to start and then it stops and it's like, wait, Pamba, do you want to do a sing-along? Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Hakuna Matata. And it's like a karaoke. What a wonderful face. And then they, the, the thing that is going through the lyrics is a grub and then the grub disappears and, and, and Tony's <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Pamba, did you eat the grub? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and the grub comes out. <laughs> wobbling and then it comes back and he's trying to to still like jump from the words to the words but he's just like so dizzy and he he's had the worst day. <laughs> it's such like, a great comedy i love film. that I, that's like a, a high point in my childhood that thing. <laughs> yeah i think what uh, the I think maybe the biggest appeal for me with with how I loved this movie as a kid is because of the four wall breaking because I I like felt like I knew something that people didn't like okay yeah. they're talking to me I am special and they're telling the story <laughs> to me and this like behind the scenes I like it yeah yeah that's what they say at the beginning a little behind the curtain peek <laughs> of what happened to the story within the story 
Um, I was going to say, oh, yeah, I really like, you know, wrapping up on the things that we liked about the movie. I really enjoy how it is self-aware. And this is something that Tammy was talking about. But like, I just love it because it is a very wacky concept of like, oh, well, we'll take the two sidekicks. We're making them the protagonists now. And we're talking the same. We're taking the same story, but we're giving it a twist, a comedy twist, you know, to Mm -hmm. add on to it. It's not anything, you know, we're adding a comedy twist to this story that it has a lot of dramatic elements and we're making it funny. And we are playing with a lot of iconic moments. For example, the mm-hmm. the very beginning of The Lion King with the animals bowing <laughs> to Simba, they play with that. And I love that they had the balls to play with that moment, which is one of the most <laughs> iconic moments in Disney <laughs> history. And they were like, we're going to play with it. We're going to do what we want with it. And it ends up that they weren't bowing. They just fainted because <laughs> Pamba farted and it was very smelly. There was and a really high point of my childhood when I discovered that. And the, <laughs> I just can't wait to be king bit also. That's like, wow. And I, I, I remember, but, sorry, I remember that. This was one of the things that I was talking to my friends or my cousins that you, with, with, our, with our parents or our aunts and uncles, it was like, did you know that when the animals bowed in the Lion King, it was actually because of Pumba, and the adults were just like, "What the fuck is this kid talking about?" <laughs> we're like, mm, "I know something that you don't." Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, and you know, for mm-hmm. me, I think you know some purist fans could be like, "Oh, that completely ruins the moment because it ruins the whole, you know, big." fantasy of like them actually bowing to Simba but for me like you can be like oh maybe this didn't happen like this mm-hmm. exactly maybe it's just like their perspective of what happened you know that's you don't have to take it word by word like it's not it's not gospel that's but what I, I was going sorry sorry but I do think the one that actually makes sense is the, the I just can't wait to be king one because if you watch the original like just there's, li- there's literally no reason why they are falling like they literally just start running off for no reason and I think this is actually like a very fun explanation that someone hit them at the bottom, you know, at the base, and then they everyone every everything started tumbling down, and that it was Timon mad because they were singing and they woke him up. I think that's hilarious. Um, but going back to the circle of life um, scene, I think I just wanted to make the point that I think they were very brave, and that I really love how they weren't afraid to do that, and that they took the concept that they had and they ran with it. And they did everything they could possibly do. They played around and they, you know, they just had a lot of fun with the movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they left no stone unturned. They did every single joke that they could. And it works. And it makes for a very interesting movie. And I think definitely if you haven't watched it, you should go in with the mindset that it is a comedy first and foremost. And you're not going to, I mean, it has this whole, this heartwarming moment. But at its core, it's a comedy. It's supposed to be a ridicule. It's supposed to be a farce. And so <laughs> you, you shouldn't take things seriously. And this yeah. is one of those moments. Like, you should not take the circle of life foreign and, and fainting thing very seriously. It's just a fun thing. And that's, uh, that's how I like to look at, look at it, at least. Sorry, I interrupted you again. I'm sorry. You go. And were you talking to me or to Ted? Yeah, no, not to you. You were going to say something. No, I think that um, it's different, but I think I like this movie in the same vein that I like um, maybe Enchanted. Hmm. 
Hmm. Because, because I don't know, it's Disney kind of mocking Disney and yeah. self-aware in that sense, but they do it with love, and that's what I like. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah. I have never made that connection, but I, I think you're right. I mean, yeah. in this one, they're making fun of a specific movie, while in Enchanted, they were making fun of, of you know, with the Disney princess formula. Mm. But I think, that, you know, it makes a lot of sense. I hadn't thought about it. That's interesting. <laughs> Okay, so we're moving to what's <laughs> in the movie now. What? Well, we should talk about things that we didn't like, but I don't know if you guys can come up with things that you didn't like. <laughs> I mean, they would be Not just... Really. It was just, like, I mean, I could say some things, you know, but it uh-huh. would just be nitpicky. And I don't think that... This movie, I think this movie achieves what it's trying to achieve, and it's not trying to be anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I would have liked to see. I mean, I think maybe the, the the thing that I didn't like is that I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more of. <laughs> there you go. I wanted to see more mm-hmm. of, of Timon's mom, for example. Maybe maybe yeah. go back to her on her journey to find Timon. Um, maybe spend some more time with the new characters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know, maybe focusing more on yeah. the Simba relationship, like giving that more time to develop. Like, yeah, I think that's that's all that I can say that maybe I didn't, uh, that I could change about it, that I just want more of it. I think they could have explored a little more. <laughs> but I realized for time reasons, it's not possible. I mean, honestly, like he said, like, like Gina said, like if you... I, I'm gonna have a hard time picking up negatives here. Like I really don't think <laughs> that I can. Like I would just be really hella nitpicky, and I don't really <laughs> want to do that to this film. Like I don't know. Like maybe this is the time to say it now. But like I remember we were discussing like what's our favorite Disney sequel or midwolf or whatever this is. This is my favorite Disney sequel. Like I can watch <laughs> this over and over again, and I'll be like, and I'll be laughing my butt off. Like this is it. This That's is awesome. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, okay, I do. Mean, so, oh, yeah, go ahead. Do you find something about yourself today? Well, no. Well, when yeah, you watched it. Like, I, just, I think I just re- related it to it so much. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm trying to find an apartment. Timon's trying to find his dream home. Like, I tried to fit in the Philippines. Timon tried to fit in in the Meerkat colony. But he was like, no, I got to head out. I mm-hmm. cried so much when my parents left me here. <laughs> I was like, no, mom, where are you, dad? I can't do this on my own. Mommy. Or, or even, like, breaking up a friend. Like, I didn't break up anyone, but, like, when like when a friend started dating someone, I was, like, hella jealous, and I was like, Timon, don't do that to yourself. It's wrong. <laughs> Timon is just oh. going through my whole, life, my whole life experiences. Okay, so you found yourself in Timon, and you found your, fe- your best friend in Pumba. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cute. Pumba. <laughs> I my baby in Pumba. That's, what I like in Pumba. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so I guess I should say what I don't like. I guess that I, I think when I was watching the movie, uh, I think talking to you guys just like just made me forget about it or something. <laughs> but when I was watching it and, then, and when I finished, I don't know, like I felt some sort of emptiness. Like, like I don't know. Like you said, the parts with Simba were good, but, you know, of course, if you don't watch the original, you won't get this one. But it's yeah, just like, that's it, good. yeah, just, uh-huh. and I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, okay, but 
that's the point that you have to watch the original. Yeah. But, but I kept thinking, hey, this wouldn't be, no, this would be nothing if it wasn't for from the original. And I was just thinking mm-hmm. about it, but maybe it's not important anymore <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know what person will watch this movie instead of the original or. And maybe when they or maybe they didn't watch the original in a while, and then when they're watching this, they'll remember it. And they just wanted to watch this because they remember they liked Timon and Pumbaa. I don't know. But also, I feel like I don't know. Maybe because I was watching it in English, that it didn't feel how I thought I would feel. Like I would, I thought it would feel more nostalgic, or it would be funnier. But when I was watching mm-hmm. it, I, I, I knew it was funny, but I wasn't crying out loud like I used to maybe because oh maybe because it's I don't know a humor meant more for kids or something but Mm -hmm. you know talking to you guys it just like made me forget (laughs) it so whatever this movie like has its flaws like every movie this is a sequel of course it's going to have flaws so uh, yeah I don't want to I don't want to be nitpicky today okay so just like this is we're having a good time we like it why trying yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think definitely like hi. we should like hi. Like we should make a point. Yeah, hi, sorry. I'm back. <laughs> we should make a point that like of course we're not saying that the movie is perfect. Of course it definitely has flaws. Like maybe like of course like it is not as deep as like maybe some other movies, but it is what it is. And it's not afraid to be what it is. And, you know, it's a software movie. And you should take it for what it's giving you. And what it's giving you, it's a very funny movie. Mm-hmm. Giving you an alternate take on the movie that you already love. And that it is a masterpiece. And, you know, just the fact that they were able to pull off a comedy that it was, like, this funny. From a movie that's very beloved. And that is very dramatic. And has a lot of a very adult themes. I think that's an accomplishment on itself. Oh wait, I I forgot to to mention the scene where they're trying to distract the hyenas and Timon <laughs> proposes to Shensi to marry him <laughs> with the most amazing proposal. He's like Shensi Marie, children look like, like with her whole name, and she's like, "What? I don't think so." And she's and he goes like, "I know that I'll, it breaks a lot of 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 laws, and I don't know, but if it's not me, who? If it's not now." <laughs> When? when I'm so lonely, <laughs> and and Pamba's face is a pure horror. It's like, <laughs> but then when he finishes, Pamba goes like, "Can I be the best man?" <laughs> it's hilarious. One of the best moments. Yeah, when I was um, when when I was trying to to remember the quotes that I, I would say when I was a kid, that was definitely one of them. It was definitely one of them. And I remember that I, I knew it by heart. I don't remember it now, of course. But I I just said it all the time. Also, in the in that part of the movie, I I love how the mom and Uncle Max actually help uh, like with the hyena situation. It's like unsung heroes that you didn't know were there in the original movie. And it's, yeah, it's definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love like that. <laughs> when they see him for the first time, he's in his hula outfit. <laughs> and they run off to start, you know, with a plan. And his mom goes like, hmm, he looks kind of different. And Uncle Max, you think, <laughs> he's, he's wearing, wearing a dress! <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Girls, did you hear my Star Wars reference? I managed one. What? No, what was it? You said the heroes that we didn't know from the original movie. And I go, like, <gasps> like Rogue One. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> my god. 
Is this, this movie, movie Rogue inspired one? Rogue One? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one in one hundred one Dalmatians two isn't the only masterpiece that inspired a lot of things. This yeah. two inspired. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just like last thing that I want to bring up. But at the end of the movie, the movie wraps up with the meerkats now living where Timon and Pumbaa used to live, you know, this very big paradise. And they sing a song and they're talking about how the hyenas are not bothering any, not bothering them anymore. So they have no predators anymore. So, oh. you know, meerkat overpopulation, it's about <laughs> that. And oh, we no. should be prepared for that. They will have to... How, why are they doing in Canada or Alaska that they're flying wolves to kill moose? What? Oh, yeah. They're, they're flying wolves, actual, actual wolves, to, to kill moose in Canada because there's an overpopulation. I thought you said flying wolves. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. There's a moose overpopulation in Canada? Yeah, in Canada, or I don't know what, what, what part of that area was it yeah but yeah they're going to do that they're trying to fly hyenas to the <laughs> african paradise meerkat thingy yeah. <laughs> because that's that's like my adult mind like, <laughs> was like wait so if the they have blocks. no predators then they can't they just gonna keep uh multiplying and everything is gonna be meerkats and they're gonna they're gonna ruin the place they're gonna do the human thing and they're gonna pollute it and they're gonna they're gonna uh, run it to its you know it's it's gonna run run out of resources what's gonna happen to the meerkats they so need the hyenas so what you're saying and, but you know whatever this movie the happy ending we're mm-hmm. just gonna think that they have planned parenthood and that they have the population under control so yeah so it's a happy <laughs> ending everybody so makes saying- peace with Timon. And that's, that's like, you know, that's cute that in the end they realize that, oh, well, he was different, but he he did something good and he has other talents and we should appreciate him for that. And then they all live together in harmony, not overpopulating the <laughs> area. Yeah. So you're saying that Simba mm-hmm. was the one who broke the circle of life by mm-hmm. exiling the hyenas? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. An idea for Lion King Four. Oh my God! No, <laughs> we no. <laughs> Don't okay. do that. Okay. <laughs> do I, w- that. I was going to say that <laughs> one thing that. that I liked about this the sequel from the sequels that we've seen. I think this one is just like in its own thing. Like it, it isn't like a retelling of the same story. Uh, it isn't like a direct continuation. It isn't about the kids. It isn't about some sort of spin-off. It's just like it, I, I don't think there is another movie that is like this that you're revisiting the original movie with other characters. And I think I, I appreciate it for that. And I think it stands out because of that. And I definitely think that this is the best animated one. Uh, I don't know if we'll oh, see yeah. another one. Well, from the direct-to-video ones, of course. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Yes, mission so far. Yes, of course. Like I, I, I would see this and compare it to the original. I said it in the beginning, and it will be like a slight difference in that in, in the animation, not like the, the actual drawings. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the movement. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I think this has more value because of it. Do you do you understand? Because 
Yeah, you revisit the original and you can add things, but that doesn't mean that you have to redo the whole story again. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Like, it's definitely a story within the story. And, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's a story that you didn't find out while you were watching the, you know, the original story play out. But it's also a good story. And, and <clears throat> I really like that they show, you know, Timon's character arc. And I think that's very fun. And, you know, just as final thoughts, I... Just what I was saying, that it's a very software movie. It knows what it's trying to do, and it accomplishes it. It has flaws, but the flaws can be overlooked because, you know, if you if you try to nitpick, if you try to nitpick it, it's just giving, you know, too much thought to a movie that is not trying to be <laughs> anything else than a comedy. It's not trying yeah. to do more than just make you laugh. Um, and, that's, and that's it. I think it does a great job. Maybe, oh, wait, one thing that I I think it's a little bit of a down point for it is that some references that they make, some ch some children won't get them. You know, the whole the good, the bad, and the and the ugly song playing mm -hmm. when they're doing the the slurp the slug slurping. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't think that you need to know that it is a reference for it to be funny. But that happens with Disney movies in general too. There are a lot, yeah. a lot of jokes that kids yeah. don't catch. Like when and, Simone says, do you want me to dress in drag and do the hula? Like, I didn't know what drag was, <laughs> when, I was when I was six, but I knew that, that what they did was funny. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and so, and also the song that they, the very slow song that they sing, like, is this the child that I carry? Like, I think that's from a, <laughs> I think it's from a TV show, like a very old TV show. I read about that on Wikipedia some years ago. And I was like, I would have no idea that this, this, that's what it's referencing. But it's still funny. But, you know, some, some of these references are like, what is this doing in a kid's movie? <laughs> but uh, maybe, the, maybe the adults get it, but I don't know. The writers wanted to have fun. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, there you that's go. what it amounts to. So, yeah. So, final thoughts. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's, you shouldn't give it too much thought. It's a good add, add you know, addition to the original story because it's just a story within a story and it's just a fun thing to to go back to and, and you know, the characters are fun. The new characters are fun and Pumba is great. Timon has a great <laughs> arc and it's a very solid movie and that's it. Aww. Tammy, final thoughts? Yeah, I, like, I was, I, I like I was just saying that I love like I love this movie. I think it's comedic. I think it's heartwarming. I think it adds to the film. Like it adds backstories to characters we already love. And I think it's just great. Like this is my favorite Disney sequel by far. Like it's my favorite. It's official. Like I already oh, said that, but I'm just that's I, an amazing. Needs, that's an amazing news coming. Yeah, it needs repeating. So I I really <laughs> love this film a lot. Yeah. So great. So let's do a quick survey. And go one by one saying if this is an upgrade or a downgrade. Andy? It's an upgrade, definitely. <laughs> because it adds things that you didn't know. It's literally the definition. Of, it's not better <laughs> than the original, but it's definitely, for me, it's the definition of an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Timmy? Yeah, it's an upgrade. All the way. And that makes us three. I do think it's an upgrade. I think. I mean, it's not like monumentally upgrading the movie. It's like if you don't watch this movie, you're still gonna enjoy the enjoy the original one, and you're not gonna miss on anything. But if you do watch this one, you will get a little bit of details and a little bit of new information that you you will be like, oh, so I didn't know that, and that's that's cool. And you know, it doesn't hurt the original movie at all. 
and it just adds on to what was already good and that's what an upgrade should be yeah mm-hmm. yay so let's move on to our final segment of the show and do ratings do you have your ratings yes i gave this movie five dancing grubs out of five. Oh wow that's cute oh <laughs> uh, amazing tammy my only rating is Kumba. <laughs> is that allowed? Kumba. Yeah, it is. Is this allowed? Yeah. Ratings can be anything you want to be. <laughs> okay. And for me, I I would say that I really, really dig this movie. No. <laughs> okay, from this point on, this episode on, Gina will no longer be with us. <laughs> she no. take a break and think about her choices. Shut up. I've been I've been holding on to that ever since I was a child. <laughs> you yeah. didn't know what dig was when you were a child. Yeah, I did because it it has this awesome song at the end that it goes like dig eternal, dig dig eternal, and that's how I found out what the word digging means. So yeah, jokes on you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got out. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I just love that song so much that I'm gonna. I'm just, I'm gonna ask Andy to do, to use that song as the outro <laughs> for this episode. Yeah. Normally, it is uh, a score of Peter Pan, and it's it's a beautiful score. But I really want the Gatana dance in the in the outro yes. for this. It's yeah, such a thank good song. you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you too for for talking about Lion King one and a half with me. It was so fun. I really like that we all liked this movie and we had just great things to say about it. Like, def- yeah. like I think most of the episode just went by talking about good good stuff, and that that's a good you know that's a good sign for me. Um, you know, my Lion King heart is so happy right now because you know I just really love this trilogy. I think it's very solid. <laughs> um, so thank you guys for for talking about this movie for like almost two hours. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you guys have anything else to say to the people? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, newsflash. We have, uh, um, let me look for it. We have a mail from a listener. <laughs> yeah. So this is from Thomas Nihen. He sent us an email and he goes, hello, I'm a new listener and I am enjoying the podcast. Keep up the great work. I have a suggestion. Stitch the movie. Thanks for looking. Sincerely, Thomas. And thank you, Thomas, for sending us an email. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And yeah, we do have Stitch the movie as, you know, one of the movies that we have planned. Um, I think it's Stitch the movie and it's... uh, Short circuit, maybe? I don't know, because Short Circuit is a pilot for the TV series, and I think we're not going to do those. Okay. I will have to go back to the list that we made when we first started playing the podcast. But yeah, definitely Stitch the Movie is one of the movies that we are going to do, and we are really excited to do that one, or at least I am. Keep an eye out for that episode. It's going to turn turn around sometime in the next near future um, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for sending us an email and if you want to send us an email and be shout out it in the podcast you can do that at the email to division podcast at gmail.com and you can also send us a message or a tweet to the to at to division pod on twitter and yeah thank you so much for listening keep listening on all the podcast platforms that you can use because we're in all of them 
um, give us a rating on iTunes because it really helps people find the podcast. And yeah, so keep listening, guys. Thank you so much for for your time. Thank you for being here. We have a lot of fun making this podcast for you. And yeah, so you guys want to say goodbye? Bye. Bye. So take us out. Take us in the dance. Bye. <laughs> so we can buy.